Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then Stripe tap to pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Thanks to everybody who supports Daily Tech News Show directly. To find out more, head to dailytechnewsshow.com slash support. This is the Daily Tech News for Tuesday, August 28th, 2018 in Los Angeles. I'm Tom Merritt. And for Video Feline, I'm Sarah Lane. And for uh, Mogul California, I'm Justin Robert Young. And congratulations to Roger Chang, who had a baby girl, and his wife, Jen. Hooray. Of course, that means Roger uh, will be out for several days, uh, but capably stepping in, Anthony Lemos, a.k.a. Amos. How's it going, Amos? Um, Hopefully, I'm capable. I'm I'm trying here. Oh, yeah. No, so far, so good. Uh, Fingers crossed. No, it's good. It's good. We're going to be fine. We're all fine here. How are you? Let's start with a few tech things you should know. Intel took the wraps off its 8th gen processors at IFA in Berlin. There are three new Whiskey Lake U-series chips. That's Intel's mid-range line for laptops and three 8th gen Amber Lake Y-series processors. Intel is also emphasizing integrated gigabit Wi-Fi support as well as built-in Amazon and Cortana voice support. Vespa's electric scooter, Electrica, starts production next month with online sales opening in Europe in October. U.S. and Asian customers will be able to order in early 2019. The Electrica has a maximum range of 62 miles, will take four hours to charge the battery, which will last up to a thousand charge cycles. The Electrica has some AI features like pedestrian and vehicle detection and will suggest alternative routes. It's Electrica. No? Electrica. Un hombre de vino. Uh, AMD spinoff Global Foundries, which manufactures AMD's Ryzen and Radeon chips, says it's going to stop developing 7 nanometer processors and has no plans to ever, well, maybe not ever, but no plans right now to develop 5 or 3 nanometer tech. It's just too damned expensive, says Global Foundries. Uh, AMD is okay. They've already said they were going to manufacture future 7 nanometer chips like the Zen 2 CPUs with TSMC. So all this means is TSMC will do all the manufacturing of 7 nanometer chips in the future. Uh, We got some news out of Instagram, Justin. We do. IG, that's Instagram for the olds, 
announced a three-part plan to improve safety on its platform. A section called About uh, This Account will show the date it was created, the country it's located in, and other accounts with shared followers. Username changes in the last year and any ads the account is currently running. Users can now request verifications from the settings. You'll have to uh, provide a full real name plus ID or business verification. Finally, Instagram will support apps like Duo and Google Authenticator for two-factor authentication within the coming weeks. Well, that last one, uh, it gets a big applause out of me. Uh, as we know, SMS as a two-factor is better than nothing, but it's not ideal. Uh, having an independent authenticator is great. Be even better if they supported some kind of uh, physical key like a YubiKey. But hey, you know, baby steps. We're getting there. What do you all think of this? idea of the other two parts of this, of giving you more information to evaluate an account, including more widespread verification. I love this. I love this. There are accounts. I mean, I know what a spam account is on Instagram. I'm pretty good at, you know, identifying that. But if somebody starts following me and they've got followers and a variety of pictures, but the account was created very recently, then I want to know that it's not probably somebody who has anybody in common with me, you know? Well, I also think that Instagram and, and social media in general is very good at sussing out fraud. So more information or at least shaking up the information that is publicly available is pretty good at, at, at allowing the rest of that network effect to take hold. And, and if it has to account, it's following two people and it's running a bunch of ads and it's from Russia and was started yesterday – no matter what it's saying or how you know realistic it is, they're going to have to figure out new ways to spoof. If anything, this is just sort of moving the line forward. But I think that we're kind of past due for that being incumbent on the platforms to actually move that line forward. And I think a lot of this is, yes, let's identify fake accounts more easily or accounts that aren't what they say they are. But it's also a really good step in the the harassment area, right? If somebody's harassing you and you don't block them and they change their name and you're confused by that, this gives you the tools to learn a little bit more about who this person is. Yeah, no, that's, I hadn't even thought about that part of the username change. I, just the idea of seeing the history and saying, oh, they used to, to be called uh, F my favorite political person. Uh, I guess I don't want to follow them after all it was where I went with that. But you're right. Like people changing their name to kind of avoid detection uh, would be another thing. By the way, uh, we had a little uh, confusion in the Discord just now. Duo is the name of a two-factor authentication service. We're not talking about the messaging service Duo. Uh, no. That that's grounds for a trademark suit right there that we, we had confusion in the marketplace right in front of us. Uh, uh, you know, I'll, I'll tell you what, it actually kind of brings up a meta conversation about verification in social media, because the idea specifically with Twitter of the blue check mark and, and kind of everything that's sort of come afterward, that was an odd place to draw the line in what eventually became you are now a cool kid, mm -hmm. right? Or you are like, we have taken our time in, in the, and I think it made sense in, in the bygone era of Twitter. We don't have a lot of time. We're just a bunch of kids putting together a scrappy little website. So for celebrities, sure, we'll work on our lunch break and make sure hey, you're really biz, Should we verify Veronica? Sure thing, Ev. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's a very, this is a very stable platform. People use it all the time. Maybe we should be verifying en masse a lot of people because it will at the very least say, okay, if you didn't take the time 
to go and and you know tweet a picture or they send a picture of your uh, license to this platform, then maybe we'll take you a little less seriously. Yeah, I did. No, I, I that is key, and we've talked about this in regards to Twitter before, but verify everybody you know if they it just have a have a system that verifies people don't don't make it a special thing let's talk about smart speakers and soundbars shall we bose announced uh two a smart speaker and two soundbars with amazon voice services built in they will all be shipping in october let's start with the bose home speaker 500 it's an aluminum cylinder with custom drivers pointed in opposite directions for sound separating has a display for album art and programmable buttons for quick access to playlists or radio stations and this all goes for 400 bucks then the 800 bose soundbar 700 a lot of numbers here, is two inches high, four inches deep, and 38 inches long, supposedly can place discrete sound in places where there aren't actually any speakers. Hmm. The $550 soundbar 500 is smaller. Both soundbars uh, do include HDMI, ARC support, and the speakers can also work in a multi-room system, for example, if you have Sonos speakers already. Yeah, that HDMI support uh, is key for me because the the, the ARC or ARC uh, standard lets you not have to worry about hooking up the speakers in a second way to your TV. Uh, it allows, basically, it, it allows two-way audio communication over your HDMI so that anything plugged into your TV can have its sound sent to the speakers without having to have a, a separate connection. Uh, most of the modern TVs have that now. Yours, if yours is older, it might not have that, but that that's pretty cool. Uh, I do I do see this <laughs> names aside uh, as Bose sort of moving into the the present and saying, you know what, uh, we need to be making soundbars uh, for TVs and we need to be making smart speakers. And smart speakers is the hot new category right now, so I'm not surprised to see him do it. Yeah, I mean this um, the the soundbar 700. Being able to supposedly, uh, you know, offer sound where there isn't actually a speaker—that's a surround sound type thing. Yeah, if a soundbar can do what my huge uh, current speakers that take up a lot of room in my living room and were very expensive can do, I prefer the idea of having less. Yeah, and and but I think also what Tom is is pointing out that there's a commoditization for audiophiles even that that, that there used to be this idea that. No, no, no. I got the speaker and it was handcrafted by uh, uh, an elderly man in Switzerland. And that's the only true sound. Uh, and Bose, that's been their brand is, is we are, you know, short of a custom system, a quality name for audiophiles. And that's in a world of Sonos where Sonos is even kind of lagging, was lagging behind a little bit before they jumped in whole hog into the uh, a smart speaker world. That I think has kind of gone away. What we're seeing is that even names like Bose are stepping into this, what used to be looked at as kind of a gimmick. No, 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 it's not. Now it's a real thing that people want to spend money on and are becoming a must-have feature. Although... I know there are, you know, this, I, I can hear the sound of people who take themselves seriously as audiophiles saying Bose. Do not say audiophile and Bose in the same breath, gentlemen. Uh, that's not what we're, we're not trying to say Bose is your high end. The, the people who really care about high end sound don't want sound bars. OK, like we're 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 giving you all a pass. We're like, you know what you're doing. You're building better systems. Seven point one surround. For those of us that want better sounding 
stuff, but don't want to have to put in uh, a whole system, don't want to have to put in the work to get the better sound, even though it's totally worth it. Uh, having bows in that market is is something that I think a lot of people want. And granted, Bose gets trashed for its sound quality quite a bit by people who know what they're talking about. But despite that, it has name recognition for a lot of people out there shopping who might not pick up a smart speaker otherwise. And for good or ill, we'll say, oh, but Bose is making it now, you know? Hey, the latest figures from Gartner uh, put Huawei ahead of Apple on global smartphone sales to end users in Q2. Uh, so that, that means not shipping to manufacturers or shipping to retail, but shipping to end users. Gartner put Huawei at a 13.3% market share, saying it sold just around 49.8 million devices in the quarter. That's up from 9.8% in the quarter a year before. Gartner says Apple took an 11.9% market share. That's down from 12.1% in Q2 2017, so down year over year, selling 44.7 million iPhones. Samsung's share declined 12.7%, but it did keep the number one spot with its 19.3% market share and 72.3 million devices sold. Huawei also moved into second place in the rankings from IDC and Canalys earlier this month. So... Xiaomi and Oppo make up the other parts of the top five here. What we are definitely seeing is markets that aren't Europe and U.S. now make the difference. Uh, And obviously China, a huge market for Huawei. It's a huge market for Apple and Samsung too, but Huawei is beating them in that market or at least close to beating them. They may not quite be beating them, Uh, but they are dominating and rising there, which is rising their boats. Huawei's challenge is, can we continue to grow through India and Africa when we're facing some headwinds in Europe and definitely some problems in the United States? Uh, And the answer is probably yes, You're seeing Xiaomi and Oppo rise because Xiaomi, particularly in India, is doing well. Uh, So these budget phone makers on the world stage are going to start taking over the top five. And this this feels like back when we would talk about Nokia and BlackBerry uh, starting to feel the heat from young Samsung and Apple uh, as as the touchscreen smartphones began to sell. And and I think. Samsung and Apple are looking very much like Nokia and BlackBerry right now. The question is, will they avoid the fate of those two? Well, the only thing I'd say about Apple is that Apple has historically cared less about market share and more about the profits that they could make per unit. Uh, and I think that we have seen, even as they have let that phone price creep higher, they have been able to sell enough that the profits are very, very good for them. The the to me this story is the the first part. It, it is the subject, not the predicate, which is the rise of China's smartphone dominance here. Like this, the Huawei is a company that if you don't listen to this show, to be uh, totally honest with you, I don't feel like you hear a lot about unless it's you know uh, tra- you know transcended into some of the political realm that we have that we've seen. Huawei is a murderer right now. They are they are absolutely an 800-pound gorilla in almost every market but Western Europe and the United States. And those markets are getting more and more hungry for phones. Yeah, I mean, look at Samsung. Still number one, but declined 12.7% and a quarter. Well, how long are you going to be number one? Yeah, you're coasting on your previous lead at that point. And uh, the New York Yankees will tell you that that does not always work. Mm. Uh, 
commentary. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to get political. Um, but <laughs> the uh, no, no, no. This is uh, I, I think this is this is a sea change to keep an eye on. And and your point about Apple starting to lean into average revenue per unit is is a is a huge one. They 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 do that, and they're continuing to do that. And you're going to see higher prices. I'm going to bet on the new iPhones they announced this autumn. Uh, they still need to get unit prices higher in China and much higher in India if they want to continue to compete on the world stage. A hundred percent. Google Go, Google's search app optimized for emerging markets, can now read web pages out loud in 28 different languages and will even work on a 2G connection. Google says the app uses AI to determine the most important parts of a web page. It will only read those sections and leave out everything else. The browser displays what it's reading and highlights each word as it goes. Uh, Google also announced that it's changing the name of the Tez app in India to Google Pay and partnering with HDFC Bank, uh, ICICI Bank, and Kotak Mahindra Bank uh, to, provide <laughs> to provide instant loans to the app's users. Yeah, so this is a, a big conference going on in India, and uh, it's it's part of Google's effort to get the next billion users. That's what they call their initiative. Uh, so they're really touting stuff. They're they're talking about using the chaos operating system in places like Africa and Southeast Asia as well. But man, two uh, G connection and reading my web pages to me—that's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool technical feat there. I love the idea of determining what is the part of the web page I want it to read and not reading me the whole thing, which apparently Google's AI is trying to do. The Engadget uh, article that I read about this this morning used a recipe as an example. Like, you don't want to read about the cook's backstory. You just want the recipe. Well, maybe sometimes i i don't well, know yeah. i i, I will mean, i would like to see how this works in 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 practice sure and and obviously this is the old story of like oh you're gonna do something for me well you're probably gonna do it wrong and i'm gonna get mad because i can't reverse it when it's like look the, the point here is uh you've got limited data <laughs> you don't have time uh and you want to get to the essential of a story as long as they're doing that well i think it will be okay because you can still see the page you can still scroll through the page when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Claude 3 model family from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point on the price-performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Claude 3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skills and speed. And Haiku is the fastest and lowest-cost model in the market, perfectly designed for high-volume, high-speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who trust Anthropic to keep them at the frontier. Visit Anthropic.com slash Claude today. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then Stripe tap to pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. 
What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. It actually scrolls the page and highlights the words it's reading as it's reading them out to you. So while that is excellent for accessibility, uh, it's it's also uh, good when you're on t- kind of a tiny screen, I think. Uh, look, if it's bad, people won't use it and we'll never mm-hmm. talk about it again. If it's good, it'll be a really, really cool thing that uh, we can go forward with, including yet another one of my cries into the abyss that will never be heard, although I will continue to sing the song audio only internet just somebody we're we're so close we have all the things that we need and i'd be really excited for this if it were uh, a super low data usage little earpiece that i could just plug in or i could uh you know uh, just give me an audio only come on now yeah it can't be too hard just give me a little audio only internet. well and this is the way to it right here right a, a google go device of the future might not have a screen at all do voice activation through google assistant and and this kind of uh, reading of the web pages to you. To me, it could redefine the web. And, and and as simply as just putting text on your website that you know you want to read, uh, including stuff like restaurant when restaurants are open and closed and stuff like that. I don't know. I, I just think it's it's an idea that I've I've longed for and has I've I've waited for Godot oh so long. <laughs> and you will keep waiting uh, hey uh d- n- not to spend too much time on it but uh this idea of google first google pay is back in india hooray that now we know why they got rid of that name uh and uh uh partnering with the banks for instant loans the the, the payment p- processing in india is heating up remember we just had the story about berkshire hathaway investing in paytm which is another top indian uh payment processing app uh, so Google going head to head with them saying, well, OK, uh, you don't even if you don't have money, we'll get you the money if you use our app. That's uh, it's pretty interesting innovations going on there. Some other Google news. Google's adding new tools for U.S. military veterans that help them find jobs or promote their businesses or both. Grow with Google will now highlight job openings when a veteran enters the phrase jobs for veterans into Google's regular search, along with military job op, uh, uh, sorry codes relevant to specific skills that they may have and want to put to use. Employers and job boards can also enable the feature on their own sites by using Google's cloud talent solution, which is a machine learning based job search platform. Google.org, the company's charity initiative, will grant $2.5 million to the United Service Organizations to provide IT training, career support, and Google support professional certification. Also, the veteran-led attribute badge will appear on Google business listings alongside other attributes. Yeah, so like Wi-Fi is available at this business. It'll now say, oh, it's this, this business happens to be veteran-led. So if that's, if that's something that increases your willingness to want to patronize a particular business. That's nice to know. Uh, but yeah. all, all this job finding stuff is, is, is definitely interesting uh, and certainly something that is, I would think, needed. I think that for many veterans who have served this country, coming back has, you know, is, is a, a rough transition back into civilian life. And anybody who can help ease that way 
and connect jobs with folks who have laid down their life for our country is very important. Uh, close tab, close program, power down computer, <laughs> put computer away, go buy a new computer, open <laughs> power it up. This is a PR move. Google is moving into a phase where things are going to be very politically charged. There's a story we didn't talk about today that can illustrate that. Uh, but this is a way that Google does not want to be in a situation where they have to justify, yeah, but what good are they doing? This is, to me, a fairly transparent, if helpful way that they can say, look at our red, white, and blue apple pie altruism hey there's no reason it can't be both it can't you know some pr moves actually are also useful tools underneath Maybe why they I went on two different computers. exactly exactly so you I went you went all the way two different computers <laughs> hey uh amos uh producing our show here uh you, you might have some commentary on this do you if you can get to <clears> your <throat> unmute button yeah um i just went through a week-long class about all this and uh it was it was not the the whole process is not the best uh, organized, and any information that Google might be able to help with any any gathering that information would be amazing for the for the entire process for all veterans because right now all the information out there there's a lot of programs but it's all scattershot as far as where it's going to be seen and where it can be found and a lot of times. A lot of sites will have information. They'll they'll link to each other's site, but you you can spend half an hour and not actually get the information you need. So any any way that Google can help combine that information or focus on it, it would be an amazing help. And this is just a program that DoD has been putting together for the last ten years or so, and it's it's a lot better than it used to be. But it's still it could use some good old fashioned uh, Silicon Valley touch to it. Gotcha. All right, uh, E-Ink first showed Advanced Color E-Paper back in 2016. It's now finally delivering ACEP, as I'm going to call it, A-C-E-P, Advanced Color E-Paper, to clients for digital signs. Uh, ACEP is more advanced than previous Color E-Ink. So you, you may have seen E-Ink signs and colors before. Uh, they've marketed under Spectra, Prism, or Triton. Uh, for instance, Triton could do 4,096 colors. ACEP can display 32,000 different colors with a resolution of 1,600 by 2,500 pixels and 150 pixels per inch, uh, which E-Ink says means it can do full color in each pixel. This is starting to sound like early smartphone displays. Mass production should begin at the end of the year. And yes, e-readers, they're not focusing on the e-reader product line at the moment. So don't expect it to be coming to your Kindle. So what kind of digital signs are we talking about, Tom? In stores. Okay. Yeah, this is this is a cheap, dynamic way that you can have cool display, you know, be it advertising or signage. Uh, uh, you know, this is this is really smart. I, I I wonder exactly how fast this will get commoditized to the point where we'll see it everywhere. But certainly, there is a demand, as we've seen for all display advertising. There's a reason why. You know, I would say probably 50% of the billboards that I see around in my daily life are digital that are, you know, flipping because it's easier to do that. It's quicker to put it up. There's no reason why every sign in your life can't benefit from that. Yeah, you mostly see them in like department stores and retail shops uh, where they, they don't want to have to keep printing out new signage, you know, 50% off sale, order now. Uh, they, they can then just 
swap these out with new new words, new illustrations, new pictures sometimes. Uh, and having 32,000 different colors means they, they can be much more vibrant. They, they can go from just looking like a printout, a cheap printout, uh, to actually being able to do things that you could only do if you had a, like a full HDTV type signage system. Yeah, I mean, I could also see this at uh, you know certain fast food places or whatever, like literally anywhere where you have one major hub that's trying to make sure that all signage is correct for all locations. Then a programmable e-ink solution, I think, would benefit them at the right price. All right, folks, if you want to get all the tech headlines each day in about five minutes, don't forget we have a sister show called Daily Tech Headlines, and you can subscribe to it at dailytechheadlines.com. Thanks to everybody who participates in our subreddit. You gave me stories for headlines this morning. Submit stories and vote on them at dailytechnewsshow.reddit.com. Of course, we're also on Facebook, facebook.com slash group slash dailytechnewsshow. And we get your emails and we we read them. Yes, we do. Uh, Ken has some thoughts on last week's conversation we were having about why flying cars aren't a thing yet. Ken says, flying is hard. That's why. With today's tech, our one or two person self-flying drone is within reach for the general public. The way I see it is the actual flying would be done by the drone itself, guided by a national airway system that can lay out a full dynamic network of flight paths. A user would simply pick a landing point, and then the system would decide the path and elevation to follow. The user would only control a smart electric motor to move the vehicle from the landing area to a parking spot. As a truck driver in the Northeast, Ken would rather see self-flying drones than self-driving cars. Ken says, I can imagine how wonderful it would be to put as little as 25% of the daily commuters in the air that would alleviate many of the surface traffic problems that we see today. Interesting. I wonder if it would have the same congestion effect. Right now, if you add more lanes, you also add more traffic because when there's more lanes, people decide to drive that route when they might not otherwise. But you've got way more lanes you can add in the air. Maybe it would overcome that issue. This is this is a really interesting thought from Ken. Thank you for that. Uh, and Matt writes... I work in the cannabis industry in Southern California, and we use a high degree of automation in our facilities. For example, we work with Priva, a manufacturer and developer of environmental controls and automation in horticulture, among other industries, whose systems are used in more than 50% of all the buildings in Holland. We recently met Priva's president, Miney Prins, and got some insight into the future direction of the company. I suggest you check out their website. It's fascinating. Many of the technologies we implement have been used previously in the food and beverage and pharma industries, but sadly, the cannabis industry has been closeted from the masses and even each other for so long that development and innovation have stagnated. Everybody thinks they have the secret sauce and nobody wants to share information. Silly, as there's more than enough pie for everybody to get a slice. Only because my partner and I have worked in so many other industries were we able to look outside the cannabis sector for answers to the questions we had to create something far beyond the standards in the current industry. And he added in his email, he's like, this is not people in a garage, you know, growing stuff in a closet. Like, this is factory, high-quality level production, just like you have for other foods. Where, where did this come from, this topic? Uh, um, I, I the, think we were talking about vertical farms. Yeah, probably in response to the vertical farming uh, that, that we were talking about and, and innovation in food in general. We've had a couple stories on food recently. Well, thanks to everybody who emails us. And thanks also to Justin Robert Young for being on the show today. Justin, what's been going on since we saw you last? Well, you know, I've been writing my free political newsletter, Sarah, and uh, you guys can get the fruits of that labor by heading on over to freepoliticalnewsletter.com. 
Politico.com. Uh, it's free. It's political. It's a newsletter. Five stories a day. Uh, sorry, five days a week. Five stories a day. And, uh, you know, some hot takes, mostly gifts. Although I, I did write a little, I've been writing a little bit more lately on it. And uh, I, I was I was particularly happy with uh, some of the reaction to uh, the stuff about John McCain earlier in the in in the week, and I'll tell you what, probably have uh, a lot to write about in in tech, considering uh, the president decided to call out Google for whatever reason this morning. So uh, we'll be writing all about that. This will be a good time for a lot of DTNS fans to get on board and sample the free political newsletter at freepoliticalnewsletter.com. It's the perfect place for that story. And Justin will do it justice. Go check it out, folks. Hey, uh, also peruse our fine selection of stuff in the DTNS store. You can can get mugs. uh, You can get hats. You can get hoodies. You can get baby onesies. Uh, We should buy one for Roger now that I'm thinking about it. Not well for Roger's baby, not for Roger. (laughs) He's a little too big. Um, (laughs) Although, I don't know, maybe you could do an adult large. Anyway, go check it out, dailytechnewsshow.com slash store. And also, don't forget, I'm heading out to Greenville, Illinois, uh, and we're having a meetup. I confused Mike Kepper, who's who's a local from Southern Illinois, when I said I would do a St. Louis area meetup, and then I scheduled it in Greenville. He's like, Greenville's not in St. Louis area. That's Southern Illinois. Well, whatever. It's where I'm going. That's where I'm having the meetup. It's Friday, September 7th at 6 p.m. till 8 p.m. at the Family Vine Winery, 1349 Red Ball Trail in Greenville, Illinois. I was just messaging with Tammy earlier. She's happy to have us. Uh, so if you're in the area... Come on out. Uh, we put the information up on the Patreon as well at patreon.com slash DTNS. If you'd like to get a hold of us, please do. Our email address is feedback at dailytechnewsshow.com. If you'd like to join us live Monday through Friday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern, 2030 UTC, put it on your calendar and find out more at dailytechnewsshow.com slash live. We'll be back tomorrow. Talk to you then. show is part of the frog pants network get more at frogpants.com diamond club hopes you have enjoyed this program (laughs) hi this is matt and sean from two black guys with good credit if you own or operate a business whether it's a local operation or a global corporation partnering with bank of america could be your smartest move By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> <laughs> 